This is an IELTS Energy podcast episode 411. Don't ruin speaking scores with this part two intro. You are listening to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn what to never say in the beginning of your speaking part two answer, and you'll learn the best strategy for natural high scoring introductions. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Jessica, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing great. We have a a field trip for my son's school on Friday that I'm super stoked about. Oh, yeah? Where are you going? (laughs) Uh, We get to go to the Children's Museum. Um, Oh, cool. Is there a Children's Museum in Boston? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. Probably. I I believe so, yeah. I don't know if this, I don't know if this idea exists in a lot of places. Um, the Children's Museum is amazing, you guys. It's not about art. It's not about anything besides just a wonderland for children. There's like <laughs> this whole, uh, there's like a real stage there. And then there's this huge trunk of costumes and musical instruments. And so kids Whoa. can dress up and put on their own shows. Um, wow. There's like, there's this whole fake supermarket with like (sighs) plastic food and like a real sort of checkout beeper counter thing and little tiny carts that the kids can like pretend to shop and buy food. It's just, it's, it's so amazing. So I get to chaperone his field trip. So I get to have like five awesome little six-year-olds to play with for like three hours. (laughs) Wow. Good luck with that. That sounds like fun. (laughs) It's going to be so awesome. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> what do you, what do you think the like the oddest museum is that you have in Boston? Like the most unexpected oh, type of museum. Well, uh, the most that's a good question. I don't think I've discovered it yet, to be honest. <laughs> um, but there is there's a museum that I haven't been to yet, but I've heard about in Somerville, which is kind of a it's a bit of a weird town, anyways. And it's it's the Museum of Bad Art. Oh, and sweet. That I, I think I feel like you would like that. I, yeah. I would like to check that out. You know, that that sounds like something that I could find in Portland as well. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, um, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> Listeners, check that out. Yeah. Listeners, um, museums, you know, it comes up on the test. Part one, part two, possibly speaking part three. Maybe you have to write about it in writing task two. Maybe it, there's a task one about museum attendance. Guys, this mm-hmm. stuff comes up all the time. Um, oh, yeah. you need to go to a museum. The more interesting, the better. I mean, I'd love you to go to an art museum for sure. But again, mm-hmm. like this idea of standing out. 
If you went, if you talked about a children's museum or the bad art museum, I think that would go a long way to standing yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to end up, if for nothing else, because you're going to end up with some neat, some interesting vocabulary words, right? You're going to end sure. up, instead of just kind of talking about a very general mainstream museum or even experience that you haven't had, so you're staying very right. general, you're going to have very average vocabulary words there. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, totally. Um, that would be really cool if you went to any of these like odd museum types and make it like a scavenger hunt, like bring some paper and a pen. And whenever, because there's going to be plaques to read, there's going to be labels and signs, you're going to mm-hmm. come across like at least five new words, right? Like write down these five new words, the oh, context yeah. you found them in, and then practice using them to talk about the museum. That would be such a fun activity. I love that idea. I love that. And it's fun. Like, this is not like this. We're not sitting in our rooms with our noses in a textbook here, guys. You're out engaging in the world. What a cool thing. Cool way to prepare for IELTS. Totally. Exactly. Guys, we've said it before. I'll say it again. Preparing for IELTS should be fun. All right. Like, keep that foremost in your mind. You shouldn't be like beating your head against a wall trying to like fit boring information in your head. Right. That's not what it's about. And that doesn't work anyway. Um, so this brings us to the topic of today's show, uh, yep. how to introduce your speaking part two in a natural high scoring way. Um, guys, <laughs> so I was speaking to a friend of mine and she was telling me about a student she had on the exam this weekend and how mm-hmm. this person introduced his topic in part two. Um mm-hmm. Okay, so the topic, let's say the topic is describe a museum you have been to, right? Mm. Um, and this person was like, have you ever been to a museum? Of course you have. I will talk about a museum I have been to. Okay, so what do you, what do you think is wrong there? Well, I mean, I think it sounds very rehearsed. I mean, I would I would give the the student credit in the, in the sense that clearly the student prepared some kind of templates maybe, but prepared mm-hmm. the wrong ones. Yeah. <laughs> you exactly. <know? laughs> yeah. When, like is there a time when we'd actually use this phrase? This sounds more like less like a speaking exam and more like a kind of a very cheesy presentation or like a poster session or something in a conference yeah, or something. Totally, totally. So I could, yeah, like I could see this. Well, if I change the pronunciation, right, and tried to sound yeah. more natural, I could see this as beginning a presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, that might work. But guys, part two is not a presentation. We need to take out those phrases from our template, right, from our part two memorized words. They don't work, guys. The same as saying, and I know this is something that IELTS students practice, are these introduction phrases. And none of them sound natural. Therefore, Mm. none of them are high scoring, you guys, because native speakers would never say this. Right. Sure. That's the point, right? That's what it comes back to. There's no way that if you ask me about a museum, I would say, well, I'm going to tell you about a museum I recently visited. It's just, it's strange. It's not natural. Yeah. It sounds funky, you guys. It sounds, it sounds funky and not in a good way. I I think I use that both ways. And this way, funky's bad. Yeah. So <laughs> um, so guys, like how how should we do this? Let me tell you why these phrases don't work. 
Okay. Um, let me give you some examples. So you heard the museum. Now that's describing a place. What if we're describing an experience such as a dinner you've had recently with friends? <laughs> then using this phrase, you'd say, have you ever had dinner with friends? Of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's so, it's so weird. funny. Or what about like the last novel you read? Have you ever read a novel? Of course oh, you have. No. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, don't do it. Oh, it, the examiner would get really, it's almost like the more we were saying it on the episode, it almost sounds like you're a robot, really. Yeah, you know, exactly. If you're using these templates that don't even work over and over again. There is such a thing as over rehearsing, right? Even if you're, mm -hmm. even if you're practicing a good phrase, right? So, um, like a good structure to use in part two that is widely applicable and flexible would be when I saw this topic, what immediately came to mind was blah, blah, blah. But mm -hmm. even, even that phrase, if you practice it too much, then it's going to sound robotic, right? We don't want to sound rehearsed on the exam because yeah. like that's, you know, that ruins pronunciation and it doesn't doesn't show flu fluency because um, it's not natural. So it's the same thing with these phrases that we see in, in IELTS textbooks. Like, today, I would like to talk about a museum. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Why, why are textbooks printing that? I mean, that's... I know. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, you know why? Because it's easy. I think it's really yeah. hard to teach someone how to be natural on a page, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, the type of introduction phrases that I've been able to come up with for students would be like, I, we came up with them together during mm. a lesson, right? Like yeah. during a live back and forth. Um, yeah. Just if I'm sitting by myself at a computer, if I'm writing a textbook, it's kind of hard to put myself in the mind of a student and think mm. what would work for them to say, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why it's important to, yeah, be involved, you know, actively kind of brainstorming your answers all the time, constantly practicing, listening to podcasts where you can hear natives actually saying these phrases yeah. and, you know, doing video lessons where in our course, for example, you hear Jessica actually sharing those phrases with you. You hear the voice, the intonation, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Practicing that intonation, trying to copy the way you hear us talk is really important. Um, and, yeah. you know, a good place to get more ideas about introducing part two would be listening to interview shows because um, I always talk about fresh air, but there's, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'll I should recommend another one. Um, I started listening to Star Talk. It's a Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast. So mm -hmm. this would go a long way, guys, towards um, expanding your experience with science in a really mm -hmm. interesting way. Um, but when he like introduces guests, they're... Yeah. Right. There's like a variety of ways that we can introduce other people and other topics. So right. listening to like the initial parts of these interview podcasts would be a great resource for phrases. Hello, awesome and fabulous IELTS Energy listeners. If you are ready to learn all the strategies to get the highest scores on your next, even your first IELTS exam, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. 
Absolutely. And, you know, if you are wanting to start in the ESL world and then branch out to the native speaker world, that's okay too. We also, on our main podcast, All Ears English, we interview a lot of teachers, especially this summer. We've been interviewing a lot of teachers from italki. And when we interview them, you know, we have on the show, we greet them and we ask them a little something about about themselves. So just to hear how they start their opening kind of sentences would be another good way to do it. Yeah. Love that. Ooh, that's a great idea. We, and like, this is, this is the dynamic part of our teaching that I love. Like these activities that we are talking about now, like where to find these phrases. We didn't think about this before we started talking to you guys today. Mm -hmm. Like these activities come up in the moment. I love it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's give our listeners um, some examples, right? Let's go through these part two topics that I said before. You learned how not to introduce them. So how Uh would we introduce them? Okay. So, Lindsay, you're you're on the spot. Spotlight okay. on you now. Um, okay, let's do it. So the part two topic is describe a museum you have been to. Okay. So if I had to describe a museum that I've been to, I would actually rather describe an aquarium that I went to recently. Last year, I was out in San Diego and I had a chance to go to this incredible aquarium where I could witness sharks and manatees and even hammerhead sharks was just terrified me as I watched them swim (laughs) by. And I had a chance to just kind of walk through the space and really kind of see the marine life in its true form. And I was just, I was flabbergasted. I was blown away with just how unbelievably, um, you know, how, how our research is in the marine world, you know, the amount of research that we can do to learn more and more about these, these, these beings, uh, mm-hmm. and this, this undiscovered world that we, we don't see on a regular basis as we go about our daily lives. And as I walked through the aquarium, I saw families of all ages. I saw kids and grandparents, uh, you know, out on an outing and, and, and that was my day at the aquarium. <laughs> You know what? I I wasn't timing you because I wasn't expecting a two minute talk, but oh, that you was weren't. amazing. I thought you wanted a two minute. I was like trying to extend it. Like, okay, let's, let's make it speaking part two. That was so good. Oh, that God. was fantastic. Um, that was hard. So what? I think a couple things to take away from that, which you could definitely do on your own exam, guys. One, what if you haven't been to a museum? Then. Yeah. Like, be honest mm. and specifically say, I'm not going to talk about a museum because I haven't Mm -hmm. been to one in three years, but I did just go to the aquarium. So remember, like, you're not graded on only talking about a museum. You're graded on your ability to communicate. So this honest way of changing topics slightly, you could definitely do that on your exam, guys. Um Come back to our blog, search episode 409. I'm going to type out these amazing phrases that we're coming up with today, guys, so you could practice using them yourself. Plus, Mm. in that, um, in that surprising two minute talk, there, (laughs) (laughs) there are so many good adjectives, guys, adjectives for feelings. And this is stuff that you guys need to write down and use in part one and part two. And Ozzy also liked it. He's just yeah. letting you know. <laughs> Thank you, Ozzy. Um, Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, okay, so just as like introductions go, if I were given the topic, describe a dinner you had with friends recently, I would say, 
Uh, well, geez, to be honest, I wish I had more dinners with friends. It's kind of hard to remember one because uh, we usually just go out with our kids and it's really focused on the kids and not the parents. But yeah, OK, so you just, like there yeah. there's so many natural ways of talking through your thought process. I think yeah. that's the strategy here is talking through how you chose right, the topic. Right, right, right. Exactly. I mean, you are almost dictate narrating rather your thoughts. I mean, you are, you know, and what I said, I'm trying to remember what I said at the beginning of my answer, but I think it was something like if I had to talk about a museum, I'll actually talk about an aquarium instead. You know, just very, (laughs) it's uh, really good, very authentic, you know, and yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're narrating our thoughts. Exactly. Okay. I love it. You guys, this episode is so good. I just want to (laughs) say Sometimes you just have to stop and recognize we we're proud of what we do. Okay, Um, so definitely listen to this episode a couple times. You guys come back to our blog ielts.allearsenglish.com. Practice talking through your own thought processes. I'll put example topics up there, example questions, so you can practice yourself. All right. So like it's the first step is always to take in information which you've done today with us, and now your homework is to. Start producing and practicing this strategy. Exactly, guys. And if you want to make it easy and simple and just get the simple step-by-step study plan, guys, you can always jump into our course at allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. You can check out the success stories. And we just got a new one that came in today, Jessica, Yes, that I just sent you. This student got an overall eight, a listening mm-hmm. eight, a reading nine, writing seven, and speaking seven. And so if you Love want it. an easy, clear, and direct way to get to those scores, scores like those, get into our course, guys, allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Cool. There you go. Fantastic. Awesome. (laughs) Very good. Okay, Jessica, this has been good. Very useful. (laughs) Very useful today. (laughs) All right, Lindsay. I will talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.